All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelo. Today is Thursday, oh, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, this is gonna be a this is gonna be a freaking vlog video. I am woefully underprepared to shoot this vlog. I've been gone for like the last uh, five days at ECC. I just got back on Monday. I didn't have any time. I mean, I had literally no time to prepare this vlog. I'm generally really meticulous with how I prepare my vlogs. I want all my links all gathered before I even start shooting. I want all of the liquids I'm going to be using. I want those links and I want all my news links and I want everything sort of outlined out so that I can look at my notes and know exactly where I am and go through this and go through that. And I have my shout outs all pre-opened in different tabs within Chrome. And I have all the links for all the products pre-opened in Chrome and I have, and I'm ready to go. So when I sit down to shoot a video, boom, I am ready to go. That is definitely not the case today. I have, in fact, my monitor brightness is already too high. I have had zero time to, <laughs> zero time to prepare this blog. So it's just gonna be just off the cuff. It's gonna be an off the cuff vlog. We're gonna have a little bit of news at the top of the program. We're gonna have a beer tasting in there as well. I am gonna do some shout outs. We do have a whole bunch of first impressions, some stuff that I got at ECC, some stuff that I didn't get at ECC. And then we're going to have, uh, I think, a review for a thing that never got reviewed. I don't have any retro vaping segment prepared this week. The retro vaping is what always takes me the longest. And when I have no time pr to prepare, the retro vaping is like the one thing that's like, oh, okay, well, I don't, I, I, I can wing everything else, no problem, but I can't wing a retro vaping segment because it has to be something that I go into my closet of doom and actually find and, and clean and build and get it all ready to go for the retro vaping segment. So unfortunately, I don't have a retro vaping segment this week, but I do have a review for a thing that never got a review, as well as I believe I have some favorite comments of the week. Let me see. I have one favorite comment of the week. It's one that I screen captured right before ECC. So that's it. I have a favorite comment of the week. Ah, that sucks. That sucks. You know what? Maybe we'll do a raffle this week. Maybe I'll throw a raffle together this week. One last raffle of the year uh, for advocacy to support the right to be smoke-free lawsuit. Um, I did spend today organizing like 99% of my giveaway stuff. And so I went through and I picked out some cool stuff and uh, yeah, let's do, let's, we'll do a raffle. Maybe we'll throw a raffle in there somewhere as well, but welcome. Yes, after all of that, welcome to the vlog. Like I said, I don't really have any news. Um, this first thing I have written down isn't news. I don't know, it's not really news. It's not really a shout, it's not really anything. Um, uh, James and Ilea, the founders of and creative forces behind DotMod have recently launched Rise Vapor Company and they actually have a super dope logo. Yeah, check it out, can you see it? I have tasted their juices, I have seen and tried their hardware and I am really, Really, really excited. Um, James and Ilea were the creative forces behind DotMod and everything that I loved or used to love about DotMod is now in Rise Vapor Company and I am so, so excited. So news, whatever, shout out, shout out to them. Ilea, if you're watching this while you're packing orders, bump, bump the fist, bump the fist, Ilea, and then dab. Also the advocacy live streaming show that I do with uh, Kevin Skipper from Vaping Convention Circuit, Jay DeLuca and Matt Cully from Suck My Mod, we have changed our time slot. The new time slot is like a nighttime time slot. So you can watch it in the evening rather than we were doing them at uh, noon 
on the East Coast, 9 a.m. on the West Coast every Friday, and now we're doing them on Thursdays, right? Yes, so it's now Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. on the West Coast. It's a much better time slot. We're hoping that much more people will join us live. You can watch it live. You can interact with the chat. We always have topics about advocacy. The show is basically 100% about advocacy, advocacy-related news and goings-on and legal things and taxes and all this good stuff. And uh, we're the four hosts of the show, and it's 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 really fun. It's really super fun. Um, so I'll have a link down in the description to the VCC website, uh, which is not a website. It's their YouTube. It's uh, But I'll post a link down in the description to their YouTube. So if you want to check it out, if you're free on a Thursday night, maybe watch the vlog during the day, Thursday vlog, and then Thursday at 5 p.m. West Coast time. Boom, join uh, me and Jay and Kevin and Matt Cully uh, and, and and hang out and talk about advocacy and chat about advocacy. So yeah, like I said, I don't really have a whole lot of news. Uh, that was it, that's all the news I have. So in lieu of some news, I just wanted to spend a couple few minutes talking about my experience at ECC this last weekend. ECC is the biggest show in our industry. It has always been the biggest show in our industry. Uh, my first ECC was in 2014, and I was thoroughly 100% overwhelmed by the event. Just completely overwhelmed by the event. It was unlike anything I had ever been to before. And I made it a point to go to ECC 2015, and it was even bigger than I had possibly ever imagined ever. It was unbelievable. It was gigantic. And... I knew that I was going to go to ECC 2016, but I didn't know, you know, what it was going to look like post August 8th, post FDA regulations. And then I see on the ECC Instagram and social media that it's going to be outdoors in a field. And I'm kind of like, oh, I was like, I was super, I was really, really skeptical about this year's ECC. That's just the way I am by nature. I'm a skeptical but optimistic person, and I was really skeptical about this EZC. I just want to go on record, and I said this in the videos that I uploaded. If you haven't checked those out, check them out. I uploaded four videos over the course of the event. They're not more than about 10 minutes each, but it was a little bit of each day before the event, during the event. It was it, They were really good videos, and I believe I said this in this video, but outdoor vape events are now my favorite thing Ever. December in Southern California is beautiful. The days are mild, the nights are cool, and you can spend all day outside in the fresh air visiting all your favorite vendors, seeing all of your friends, hanging out and vaping and having a really incredibly good time. It was such a nice change of pace. It had a very like festival, like music festival feel to it. In the future, like Ruby Roo had said, I could see integrating this with other things, like having a big outdoor event with a bunch of vendors, like a trade show style event, and have live music, and have like food trucks, and it could be like a big fun, big fun thing. And that's exactly what ECC was. I was 
I was overwhelmed with happiness when I got there. It was it was great. It was outdoors. I had a really unbelievably unbelievably good time there. At night it got cool and you put on hoodies and there's lights and everywhere has lights and you know some of the big vendors like Ruthless they had big tents with lights strung in them and it was just it was just a really cool vibe. And I said this, I know for sure I said this in those ECC videos, but being able to be outside and not in a big room where it's it's muggy and hot and you're you know everybody's crammed in there and you're inhaling everybody else's vapor and there's just vapor lingering in the air i never got that vibe i never thought i never felt like it was so cramped we had plenty of space it was packed don't get me wrong it was a full full event but being outside in the fresh air just made it so much more tolerable. I was able to get around a little bit easier. I was able to talk to people because there was no really fucking loud music filling up the entire hall from one vendor who's like, I'm gonna bring all the speakers in California. None of that, it was great, it was, it was great. So super shout out to all of the organizers of ECC um, for putting on that event. It was a really great event. And shout out to everybody who attended ECC, who who took the time to come up and say hi and maybe take a selfie and see the mod and do the thing. And just, I, I love, I love that. It's a, it's what makes part of my experience of attending a vape, vape event so fun and so great is meeting all of these really wonderful people. So thank you for that. But anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. Uh, let's let's get past some news. Now that I've talked for what seems like uh, eternity, I've, it's been so long since I've done a vlog. What do we do after that? How? Okay, let's talk real fast about what I've been vaping. Okay, so the first thing that I have been vaping is a new RDA that I actually picked up at ECC. I've been vaping the freaking crap out of it. We're gonna talk about it much more in the first impressions, but this is the Cosmonaut from District 5, but they don't spell it Cosmonaut. They spell it, how does they spell it? C-S-M-N-T. I'm assuming that means Cosmonaut. C-S-M-N-T. I've got it rocking on my Axis Vapes M17 that I purchased, the 666 number. This is a 0.12. I have it set to 100 watts. What I really like about this Cosmonaut RDA is that the double helix designs, Jess Marie's Goon drip tips, Oh, boom, they just fit in there and they stay in there so well. It's like they were made for this RDA. Uh, I have, uh, like I said, Axis Vapes M17. I have um, Vlog Day from the Grim Green Signature line. Just fantastic vape. These 0.12 M-Turk alien coils on here are just vaping fantastically. This is such a good vape. We're gonna talk about that RDA a little bit more in the first impressions. Um, second thing I've been vaping, uh, this is from the Tuesday Bro Tuesday lineup. This is the Praxis Vapors Banshee mod that I have completely fallen in love with, as well as the Freak Show version two from Watofa, which I don't know, it's still, a thing. I'm evaluating it. I'm just gonna say that. I'm evaluating it. It hasn't 100% won me over yet, but I've been having a pretty freaking good vape on it. This is loaded up with uh, the Anarchist Purple, that, uh, you know, grape bubblegum flavor. 0.3 ohm coil at 70 watts. Really nice vape. I've also been vaping my other Axis Vapes M17, the original green guy that I got. This is that AVP Labs CLN RDA. I am down 
to the very end of my fairy wings. I was gonna take this juice to ECC with me, but I knew it would be gone within like the first night, and I'm just waiting for some more to arrive in the mail. That's all I want is more fairy wings in my life, just all the fairy wings in my life. It's a taro coconut milk. This setup is freaking delicious. I'm not sold on the CLN Airflow. It's a little bit, <coughs> what? <coughs> not sure what that was all about. It's a little bit too turbulent for me. It just feels very turbulent. It doesn't feel nice and smooth like I like my airflow to be. It's very quite turbulent. But with that said, this is still a pretty great vape and the flavor is really nice. And I just love, 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 love this Fairy Wings juice. Second to last thing I have been vaping is this Segeli guy. Remember we talked about this guy with the stab wood face and the aluminum body and the clicky button and the nice display. I have the Mage GTA on top. Normal view from the Grim Green Signature line. This is what I used in my car drive up to ECC. It was about a two hour drive up to Arcadia from San Diego with traffic. You know what I mean? It's Southern California, you know, so, you know, you take the five to the 60 east and then you have to get on the 60 west and I don't know. I don't actually remember the directions, but sometimes there's traffic. The point is, it was about a two-hour drive. Mage GTA with normal view on this Segeli was a freaking fantastic vape. Ah, uh, the flavor on this tank is spectacular. Just spectacular. I love it. Anyway, last thing that I've been vaping, this I took this to ECC and I didn't use it but one single night. It's the Kudzu Honey Badger, that stabilized wood guy that I got in Dallas Vape Showcased, topped with the Hadley RDA. I'm rocking this with Grim Cult Yig on the inside. This atomizer has incredible flavor. I, it hasn't 100% won me over because there's a few quirks that really, really annoy me about the Hadley RDA, but overall, I really do like the flavor and the performance I get from it. I get a very nice, dense, saturated vape. Best of all, it's a 0.76 ohm coil on a DNA 75. I can rock it at 35 watts, get about five volts, and it does not give me a weak battery warning. The flavor on that is just redonkulous. Such a good vape. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been vaping. Uh, I got home from ECC and I basically dismantled every vape that I had brought with me. I brought that blue Titan series box with a recoil on top. I already cleaned out that atomizer, put the mod over here. I brought my, you know, uh, Vaporized Nomads DNA 200 with me. Uh, I brought my MTurk uh, on the rig mod and those are already dismantled and cleaned out the atomizers and uh, yeah, so. Since ECC, this is what I have been vaping. At ECC, I was vaping different things, but this is what I have been vaping since ECC. Anyway, before we get to the beer segment, I do want to say real quick, this should have gone in the news, and I don't know why I didn't put it in the news. Culture Clouds podcast this week is going to be going up on a Saturday morning rather than a Sunday evening. I know, that's not that's not crucial to anybody, but due to timing, this, that, and the other, the podcast this week is going to be going up on Saturday morning, 
rather than Sunday evening. Um, we recorded a podcast at ECC, and we had Ilya from Romance Mechanics, Rise Vapor Company, as our special guest, and we just hung out and talked, and it is easily one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded. So go ahead and check that out. I'll post a link down in the description to our SoundCloud as well as cultureofclouds.com, and you can search on iTunes in the podcast app for Culture of Clouds, and uh, it'll come up, and, and you can subscribe to it and, and listen to it because it's a, it's, a, it's a really great little podcast that we do over there. But anyway, enough of me talking. Let's get over there to the mother freaking mother f mother freaking beer section. So one of my uh, friends, advocacy heroes, Miss uh, JBC, Jennifer Berger-Coleman out of San Diego, California, she sent me a Christmas gift of beer, which is there a better Christmas gift than beer? The answer is, of course, no. She also sent me this stocking. I don't know. I don't know if you can see this stocking right here. Look at that. Look how freaking cool the stocking is. There's TIE fighters and, and a stormtrooper and... Look at this, look at this stocking. So this stocking is hanging in my office back there now. And she also sent me some beer, which we're going to taste right now. It is going to be the Station 6 Pitbull Porter from Oak Park Brewing Company, based out of Sacramento, California. This is a California beer. And uh, I don't know, I can't find any, literally any information about this beer anywhere on the internet. Uh, there's no record of it on Beer Advocate. If you go to the Oak Park Brewing Company website and you click on beers, it just says, call us. And I'm like, I just wanna see the flavor profile of this beer. Over on Untapped, there's no information. On Rate Beer, there's no information. There is no information on this beer. So, Jennifer Berger Coleman, we're going into this completely blind. I'm gonna be pouring this into a uh, Grim Army tulip style glass. I'm expecting it to be dark and portery looking. Uh, I'm generally a pretty big fan of heavy porter style beers. It is incredibly, incredibly carbonated or effervescent. Look at the head that I did on that. Maybe, I, I, maybe I'm doing this wrong, but look at that head. I am seriously going to have to drink through this head like a man. It is dark. There's a slight, if I hold it up to the light, there's like a slight hazy amber color to it, but overall it's, it's just, it's just really very dark. So thank you, Jennifer Berger Coleman for this beer. Cheers to my vlog viewers. Here's to you. Really super, super, very, very, very effervescent. This is possibly the most effervescent porter I have ever had, possibly in my life. Porters, in my experience, are generally a little bit less carbonated and a little bit heavier on the palate. This is a very bright carbonated porter. Um, the flavor on it is quite nice. It's nice, it's an easy drinking beer. It's it's very cedary, it's very deep. There's a lot of low notes in it. I'm enjoying it. It does not have a clean finish at all. The flavor on it really lingers. In fact, it lingers with like almost like a campfire smoky type of flavor. It's not amazing. Like it's not gonna, you know, win any friggin' beer awards, but it's a very nice little porter right here. That is a good, good porter, good easy drinking beer. Let me. 
Let me pour myself some more porter here. So the bottle says, in our continued effort to support our community, Oak Park Brewing Company created this wonderful English style brown porter in honor of William P. Porter II, the engineer of the Fire Engine 6 in the Oak Park neighborhood of Sacramento. This porter is a fitting tribute to the life of Bill Porter, who embodied all that is good and honorable and lived life to the fullest, demanding nothing from anything that he wasn't willing to do himself. Bill will never, Bill will be missed, but never forgotten. Doesn't have any sort of notes or flavor profiles on it. It's a really low ABV. It's only 4.8%, which America, dear American breweries, brew higher ABV beers. When I was in Belgium, you couldn't get a beer under 6% alcohol. Just didn't happen. And the ones that you did find uh, at 6% alcohol were generally like the cheapy beers. Like they're equivalent of like Pabst or Budweiser were even at 6%. Everything went up from there. High alcohol beers, I don't know. I, I just like them more. I enjoy them more. 4.8%. It, it is what it is. It's, I'm, I'm actually really enjoying this. I'm going to have to go to my go-to beer liquid uh, yig. Uh, I have a feeling that the custardy oatmealness of this yig is going to complement really lightning light really what am i what am i even trying to say right now really good <laughs> with the uh sort of cedary smoky low notes of this beer let's give it a try Beautiful. That's a beautiful pairing. That is a completely beautiful pairing. In fact, I think Yig is going to pair really, really well with it. And I think the Fairy Wings is actually going to pair really well with it too. That's good. That's a pretty good little pairing right there. The Fairy Wings. The Yig is uh, much better. The Fairy Wings is a lighter flavor and it's much, much sweeter than Yig is. But what you want to complement this porter isn't necessarily like an overly, an overly super sweet flavor. You want a nice dark, uh, you know, sort of earthy, mellow flavor to complement this porter. But that's what I got. I'm going to keep drinking this. Um, thank you so much jennifer burger coleman for the christmas gift thank you for the stocking thank you for the beer maybe next week um next week is there going to be a vlog next week holy crap yes there is going to be a vlog next week so next week we'll do jennifer burger coleman's other beer and uh it's going to be great that's what i got so let's move on from the beer section here let's do a couple quick shout outs all right. Well, like I said, I don't, I didn't, I don't have any shout outs planned. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go into my shout outs folder and I'm going to go back like uh, two pages and I'm just going to pick some random ones and I'm going to move my microphone here so that we can just face forward and I'm going to do this and adjust this and wow, this is really disorganized. All right, here we go. Let's talk to, uh, let's talk to Ed. Oh, Ed, you wrote me a long email. All right, you know what? That's what happens when I don't pick out my vlog uh, shout outs ahead of time. So let's just dive in. Ed writes to me and says, hey, Nick, I am also Nick, although my stage name is Ed. So basically, Ed, what you're telling me is you're a liar. You, my friend, rock. You are more than welcome to use any of this email, although you might want to skip some as it's a very long email. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I'm writing you a few days after my one-year vape anniversary. I wanted to thank you for all the amazing content and support you provide. I thought I'd never be able to give up tobacco. Both my parents smoked, and so both me and my sister became smokers later in life. It was like a family cycle of smoking. I had been smoking for over a decade, and I had refused to give up, even though it contributed to relationships falling apart. When I finally met the right woman, though, that changed. Her name is Vicky, and she never gave me a hard time or nagged me about quitting, even though she really didn't like the stinkies. After having her put up with the stench of tobacco for a few years, I decided to try and cut down a few weeks before our wedding. We were flying out to Jamaica for a fortnight for the wedding, and I got a Volcano Inferno set up to see if I would be if it would be any good while we were away. Long story short, from the moment I got it, charged it, and filled it, bleh, <laughs> uh, I like I like that you spelled out bleh, that makes me happy. I didn't have another smoke. A couple of weeks ago, I had some friends over for drinks. Three of my friends had given up smoking in the last one to three years, and as soon as they got some drink in them, they all wanted to go smoke and split a pack of tobacco between them on the patio. I am, however, proud to say that I, that I felt no need to smoke. I just blew some clouds. Vape capital. Style. Vaping works, and the powers that need and oh what? What? Vaping works and the powers that be need to know. I am excited to say in November I will be becoming a father for the first time and knowing that I will be breaking the cycle of family smoking is something I am very pleased about. I have since upgraded my setup several times and count myself as the hobbyist and the enthusiast vapor. I watch all your videos and listen to every podcast. Thank you for answering my what's your favorite office moment episode question a while back, by the way. You have even got me back into drinking real ale. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, I'm waffling now, so I will close this by asking for a shout out for my wife of one year, Vicky. Boom, Vicky. If you watch my videos, or maybe if he's forcing you to watch this right now, you are absolutely shouted out. She is my reason for being smoke-free, and my local vape cafe cafe here in Derby in the UK called Vapey Jacks. The guys here are just awesome. Their juice is their juice line is divine, and their coffee and beer are super tasty and well-priced. Thanks again for all you do. Hope to meet you one day to shake your hand and put some Kinder Buenos in it. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, pardon me. Nick slash Ed slash Liar, you are shouted out. Also, your wife Vicky is uh, is definitely shouted out. Congratulations, congratulations on being a father. That's that's just super. That's that that tugs at my heartstrings. Absolutely, congratulations. I don't know how to say this gentleman's name. O L E Oli. All right, I'm gonna call you Oli. Dear Nick, my name is Oli and I live in Denmark and you can use all our names and everything smiley face. I love your videos, especially the vlog. I started vaping a couple years ago when my mom died of lung cancer. I started with an Ego battery and a CE4 clearomizer, but it quickly turned into a hobby and now I have multiple mods, tanks and drippers. I would love it if you would shout out my girlfriend, Josephine. Yes, absolutely. She has recently given birth to our little son, Hannibal. Oh, congratulations, Hannibal. Put his little baby, put his little baby fist up there to, to bump my fist. Whom is alongside my daughter, Luca? The best thing that has ever happened to me. She is the best and funniest mom in the whole world and the love of my life. I would not know what to do without her. Out her, sorry about my bad English, but I don't normally, but I normally only speak Danish. Thank you for all you do for vaping. Uh, got, okay, he did, uh, the weird language. There's like a little umlaut over the A. Got, get, Kamrat Ali. Yeah, absolutely. Ali, you're shouted out. Josephine, 
you are shouted out. Your new son, Hannibal, is shouted out. And your daughter, Luca, you're all shouted out. That's great. It sounds like you have a great family and that you have a great girlfriend. And that's just uh, that's just one of the things. That's my sappy romantic side, I guess, coming out. But you are absolutely shouted out. What do we got time for? We got time for a couple more. Allie just uh, wrote to me back in April. And the title of her email was, Shout out for my kick-ass husband. So how am I going to pass that up right now? Allie writes to me and says, Hey, Nick, I don't know if this is the correct way to ask for a shout out, but I thought I'd try. Absolutely it is. My husband Richard smoked cigarettes for about two decades. He promised me that he would quit smoking the day we find out we're pregnant. Well, well, July 2015, after trying for a year, we finally got pregnant. He stuck to his promise and quit cigarettes that day. That's when he picked up vaping and he hasn't looked back. He is incredibly strong for that and I respect him so much. He is the best father I could ever ask for for our daughter and I'm so happy he quit smoking so he'll be around to watch her grow up. He loves your videos. I don't vape, but he got me into watching them as well. We look forward to vlog day every week. I know he thinks, I know he would think it'd be super cool to receive a shout out. He is an amazing supportive husband and I wish I could give him the world, but I guess a shout out will have to do for now. I love you, Richard. You're my best friend and I'm so proud of you. Thanks, Nick. Have a good day. So the I love you part, that, I mean, I'm sure you're a good, I think you're a good guy, uh, Richard. That was that was from Allie. That was Allie saying, I love you, Richard. You're my best friend. I'm so proud of you. That was from your wife, sir. Not from me. Although maybe someday if we meet, I might say something similar about you. But for now, that's coming from your wife, Allie. So Richard, uh, you are definitely shouted out. And uh, Allie, you were shouted out. What is, what's the... The, what's with the family theme uh, on this week's shout outs? Like every shout out so far has been like girlfriend, boyfriend, new kids, husband, wife, new kids, husband, wife, kids, boyfriend, girlfriend, kids. I'm going to pick one at random. I'm not even going to look. I'm just going to scroll. Just going to scroll. Click. What do we got here? Uh, Kyle. Kyle. What? Oh, this is like eight paragraphs long. <sighs> oh, he has it split up into sections. Uh, personal story, backstory, re advocacy request part, uh, the info. Okay, Kyle, you know what? This is, so, this is so long. And I know you guys think I'm exaggerating, but this is literally one, two, three, four, five, six, seven paragraphs long. He has it split up into segments of... The longtime listener, first time caller, lol. I've just always wanted to say that. I want to reach out and say thank you for the work you do in the vape industry. He tells his whole backstory of when he started smoking, when he started vaping, uh, what he's used, uh, advocacy requests. Um, I am, okay, let's just, fuck it, let's do it. I am UK based, so I know the advocacy work on might not be directly related. However, I am a firm believer that we are all vapors united regardless of where we are in the world. And my hope is that if we can beat the TPD here or you good folks can beat the FDA in the States, one will help set the precedence for the other. Absolutely, I agree with that, Kyle. On that note, with the current focus you have on advocacy in your videos, I was wondering if you might help spread the word about some developments we have had here in the UK about the TPD. And I'm sure you have a large UK viewership and it would be great to get a nod about this in you vlog. We are making sure to talk about this in our podcasts, 
but we are still very new. I don't think we really have are really having too much of an impact. It would be great to get a bump from you as I respect the hell out of you. And so do many other UK vapors. Awesome. Absolutely. You know what? There you go. Kyle from Rambling Vapors. Recently, Lord Callahan has raised a vote in the House of Lords, which is like a posher, slightly more functional Congress. No offense intended. No offense taken at all, bro. Which if pleased, which if passed, could stop the deep the TPD in its tracks in the UK. Okay, so he gave me a link to planetofthevapes.co.uk that has more information on this, and there's currently a petition on change.org to change this vote as well. I'm not sure exactly how that works in the UK if the House of Lords uh, looks at public petitions when they're changing laws or anything like that. Um, Anyway, that's pretty much all I had to say. Sorry about the rambling, but you can see why we chose the name for the podcast. (laughs) Again, thank you for all your work. Keep on vaping. You know, you, you told me that you had a podcast and I'm skimming through your email here and I don't see you mentioning your podcast uh, Rambling Vapors. I'm not looking for a plug, so you don't need to mention this. It's a vape-centric podcast where we do talk about vape, but also just shoot the shit and talk about life, films, general politics, and other random shite. Um, Kyle, hit me back with a link uh, for the Rambling Vapors so I can... I wonder if I can Google search it real fast and find it, because I'd like to include a link to your podcast as well. Podcasting is amazing. And I mean, I do my own podcast. I always love hearing new podcasts. Here you go. Rambling Vapors over there on the podbean.com. I'll post the link down in the description to the Rambling Vapors as well as the planetofthevapes.co.uk House of Lords defeating the UK TPD. This was posted on May 19th, 2016, and it is now December. So this news probably isn't super relevant, but I'm still going to post it in the description. Thanks to Kyle. Um, Absolutely. Kyle, Rambling Vapors, you are all shouted out. All of my UK subscribers, of which I know there are many, you get get double fist bumps. You get a hug. Come here. Give me a hug. I'm actually going to be in the UK on my birthday next year, April 2017. I will be there for uh, Vape Jam UK, and I'm really excited about it. Let's do one more. Let's just do one one more quick shout out. Oh, man, this is going to be a missed birthday one. Uh, Oh, well. Hey, Nick, I know you're super busy, but it would mean the world to me if you could give my husband, Travis, a birthday shout out. His birthday is September 12th. You are definitely shouted out. I hope you had a great birthday. I'm sorry that this is so late. He has been vaping since 2009 and found your YouTube channel about two and a half years ago. I don't think he has missed one video since then. He recently got out of the military and he works at a vape shop here in Texas. The FDA regulations have him super bummed out, but he is constantly informing his customers on how to take action. I want him to know how proud of him I am, and I can't think of a better birthday gift than have a shout out from you. He was beyond ecstatic when you liked the meme he created about your subliminal message to the FDA on Instagram. Oh yeah, there was a picture of me, like, I don't remember what I was doing, but I was holding a mod and I was like, I had my middle finger up or something like that. And it was my subliminal message to the FDA. I actually do remember that picture from Instagram. So yeah, absolutely. You are shouted out. Travis, husband Travis, thank you for your service. And now that you're in a vape shop, thank you for your service again and informing customers on uh, on advocacy and how we're fighting the FDA. I think that's uh, I think that's just very, very cool. All right. So we're going to wrap up. We're going to wrap up this shout outs. Uh, we're going to start. We're, we're, we're pressing on. We're moving forward through this very super really fucking disorganized vlog. But what I have to do right now 
That's right. We're going to do some shout outs. No, bro. Not shout outs. Why did I say shout outs? We're going to do some freaking first impressions. All right, so the first thing I want to talk about, there's, I think there's some people that already have reviews for this up, but I've only been using it for a few days now, so I'm going to have to spend way more time with this before I feel comfortable giving it a full, full review. But this is from Inokin. This is the iTaste Chroma Vaping System, and it is... <laughs> Super cool. It's just been super cool. So there's a display on the side and then on this side It's just blank, but there's a display right here up down button fire button That's it you charge it via USB. There's a lipo on the inside There's a little tank in the top called the slipstream tank It's a 0.8 ohm coil head so I can rock it at 30 watts and actually have a really nice vape It's a bit of a restricted lung hit. It feels a lot like the K-Fun version 5, but a little bit more turbulent, a little less smooth, a little bit more turbulent. The flavor is great. I honestly don't even remember what juice is in here. What the crap is in here? I believe it's this. I believe it's crossfade from The Mix. The Mix e-liquid. I'll put a link down in the description. I generally put links down in the description to nearly every damn thing I talk about. Every tank, mod, atomizer, whatever, liquid is all there. I have links for everything I talk about down below. This is The Mix. And it's a nice, I mean, it's a nice sort of refreshing fruity flavor. The tank gets a little bit, a little bit spitty. What I do like is, so this tank is tiny and I'm gonna unscrew it out of here. That's the tank right there and it's actually recessed down in there. There's a little recessed part. You can kind of see my finger poking out right there. There's a little recessed part. And then there's a little window in the front so that when you screw this down, you can still see the base of your tank. It lines up perfectly right there so you can see how much liquid you have in your tank and then the air flows on top. And this is one of those tanks where you open the top like this. In fact, let me try to fill it up real fast. Unscrew the top like this. And then you have the coil head attached to the top part of it. And then you blow your juice into the base. There isn't any sort of marking on here as to how high you are supposed to fill it. So what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna blow some juice in here. I'm gonna fill it up to like, I don't know. I feel like that's already a little bit too full, but I'm gonna give it like two, you know, two dropper bottles full of juice. Let me put this in here. Oh God, don't come out the top. Just don't come out the top. That's all I want is just don't come out the top. All right, well, it only kind of slightly came out the top. This holds, maybe like a mill and a half of juice. It's not a overly big tank, but it's nice because it's a tank, but when it's on this mod, because it's recessed like that, it kind of just looks like you have a little RDA dripper up there. Okay, I don't know why it didn't fire just then. The flavor's nice, the size on it is nice, the aesthetics on it are really cool. They have it in white and black, and I really like the white with the orange. It's very slightly ergonomic right here, so you can kinda just palm it, just put it in your hand, just like a stealthy little vape. I don't know, I've uh, I've been enjoying this uh, iTaste 
Chroma from Inokin. I've been spending actually already kind of a lot of time with this, so I'm trying to get this into the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue a little bit quicker because I think it's a nice little starter thing. It's it's cool and it works well and I feel like for the new Vapor that could be a very cool thing. So I wanna get that into my review queue over on, uh, over on Tuesday Bro Tuesday. What else? Oh, they're all over here. Hang on, I have to get all my first impressions right now. I am so freaking unprepared. And now it's getting really warm in here. Oh, so much better. All right, I got my uh, I got my first impressions over here. So first thing I wanted to talk about, or rather second thing, duh, Nick, that I wanted to talk about is this new Ruby mod that I got from Kennedy Vapor at the ECC event. This is the new 25 millimeter Ruby mod. If you remember, a while ago, I did a review for the Ruby and I love the Ruby. I love, love the Ruby. It is a true hybrid mech mod in that the atomizer is directly machined out of the same piece of material as the body of the mod. So the airflow right there, right there on the mod, this atomizer deck does not come off of here in any way. You open this on the bottom like this, you have a battery on the inside and you have a switch. There's a little rubber springy grommet thing down in here so you can just crank this all the way down and your battery sits in there snug no battery rattle or anything like that it's even slightly knurled now around the bottom now this is the 25 millimeter ruby two post 25 millimeter ruby it's got kennedy airflow of course because this is an actual kennedy product two post i threw an mturk alien on here it's been great it's been super great there's a little bit of a ramp up time on here but overall it's been just fantastic he added vent holes underneath of the airflow you know that go directly into the mod and then the airflow goes directly into the atomizer and remember a lot of people were saying well if you over drip and it leaks isn't going to leak into your battery no there is a very deep separation between the atomizer and where your battery goes. It just happens to be machined out of all one piece. I have a Jesmarie uh, Kennedy Goon, you know, DHD drip tip in here that happens to be golden flaky and it matches the brass of this mod perfectly. Over time, this brass is gonna become the most dull thing on earth. I, would, I really wanted a stainless steel one, but he had no stainless steel, only brass, so whatever, you get what you get and you shut up and you don't complain about it. Performance is out of control. The flavor is out of control. Really easy to build, so freaking easy to wick, and it's just overall a really great vape. Um, mech mods are coming back, you guys, and it's not a self-fulfilling prophecy. I saw a lot of mech mods at ECC. I picked up two mech mods at ECC. The Ruby is hands down. The original Ruby is hands down one of, if not my favorite tube mech of all time. I like the deck, I like the airflow, I like the mod. It's a hard hitting mod. It's great. The 25 millimeter, it's, it's like the Ruby mod, but better. You have a bigger deck to build on. You have a new two post deck to build on. It was great. It was super great, super easy to build on. I have Pony on acid here. He's got, Kennedy has the double O-rings on the bottom and the Kennedy fit and finish on all of his mods, atomizers and everything are just super nice and super snappy. Even when you get juice on there, uh, no. Okay, I, wow, I really had to shake the fuck out of that to get that to fall. All of the fit and finish is super nice. Um, 
The juice on here is the juice formerly known as Pony on Acid. One thing that Steve showed me is the switch on the bottom. If you get a ruby, okay, this is just a fair warning. If you get a ruby and you don't have a battery in it and you start mashing on the switch, it's gonna feel a little bit crunchy. And additionally, it's gonna get stuck. Do you see how mine got stuck in? He handed me this and I Im immediately started playing with the button. And I was like, wow, this is really crunchy. And then I was like, it got stuck. And so I showed Steve, I was like, hey, this, this switch might be bad. It was really crunchy and it got stuck. He's like, put a battery in it before you start mashing on the switch because there's different settings. So you can, this is gonna be impossible to see, but it looks like a gear in here, right? So you can push up the switch, twist the whole switch, and it comes all the way out. And there's your spring. It's a lot like the original Ruby. And then you push it in, you twist it to another setting, and that is the short throw setting so it's machined much shallower and then when you press it it's going to stop up against that battery much much quicker or if you twist it again and put it down in another spot that's the long throw of the button the long throw of the button it sits much down much farther and it takes a longer press to get up to the bottom i've just been leaving it on the short throw there's nothing to adjust i just put a battery in there i put coils on here I freaking vape my face off. It's so good. One slight bit of fair warning with the Kennedy products is wash them. If you ever buy an authentic Kennedy atomizer, Ruby mod, wash it. Wash it, wash it, and wash it again. I got this home, threw a build on it, threw wicks in there, and vaped it, and it tasted like nothing but machine oil. I mean, it was horrific. So I had to take the wicks out, take the build out. I got my mod cleaning toothbrush. I took some soap and water and I just scrubbed this out with a toothbrush and I scrubbed out the top cap with a toothbrush and I rinsed it all out and I dried it all off. And then I re-put the build in there and I re-put the wicks in there and I re-put the juice in there. And now it's finally vaping and I'm getting really, really good flavor and none of that weird machine oil taste. It's a good habit to get into with most any vape products that you buy. It's just a habit that I constantly, constantly forget because I get so excited. I get this new atomizer and I'm like, let's build. And I put a build on it and I wick it and I juice it and I juice it. And nine times out of 10, it's okay. But there's always that one time every once in a while where you're like, I really should have washed this atomizer out before I put the build in it. But Ruby 25, it's been good so far. The new button on the bottom, there's no uh, X on it or anything like that because you're not taking out the button, you're taking off this whole bottom part. So there doesn't need to be an X on the bottom. So it's nice and smooth, nice and comfortable. Really great vape, like with all my first impressions. I do need to spend a lot more time with this before it gets a standalone review or before it gets to my Tuesday Bro Tuesday review queue. Dig it, dig it a lot. Let's okay, let's do this. Let's talk about another mech mod I got. This is from Purge Mods. You might have seen this in the ECC video. I showed it a couple times. It's been on my Instagram story as well. It's been on Snapchat as well. This is a dual 18650 stacked tube mech mod. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Using this little Kennedy tube mech mod, sure, it's tiny and compact and you just And this thing, it's a Goliath. 
It's just a behemoth. It's just so freaking big. So this is series. This is unregulated series. This is bat one battery on top of each other. It's no different than the Noisy Cricket. It's no different than the Titan. It's a series mod. This just happens to be in tube form. And when you have two 18650s stacked on top of each other, look at that. It's just big. The upside is it hits like a freaking beast. I had M-Turk put some dual-fused Claptons in here. They came around to around 0.35. I have Lane Cove Nola on the inside. It's just one of the warmest, most intense vapes that I've ever had. It's ridiculous. Nola tastes amazingly beautiful at 8 volts, though. It tastes... Oh, just oh so good. It's got a really bizarre deck and really strong O-rings on there. It's got, oh damn it, I messed up the wicks again. I had to turn up my monitor brightness, but you can kind of see the deck in there. That's the Fuse Clapton he put on there. The positive or the negative leads right here are really low. And the positive in the middle is one plate across the top. So you can kind of see how... He built it, and then there's a low and a high. And this is a 22 millimeter diameter on here on a 24 millimeter mod with a 24 millimeter cap. So you basically just line up your airflow holes like that. This snaps down ugh, with authority. It's a very, very strong O-ring, but you can kind of see the coil right there. Non-adjustable airflow, non-adjustable airflow. It's just airflow for days. With this series, you have to take, you have to have a lot of airflow and you have to take really sharp, hard toots on it. It plows through juice. Using this mod for one single day at ECC, it was probably about five hours, I plowed through an entire 30 mil of NOLA from Lane Clove. I mean, plowed through an entire 30 mil. It is a juice hog, juice hog. But the trade-off is you get a really giant, hefty, hefty mod. This is Cerakoted, what? This is Cerakoted brass, so it's really super heavy. And I just wanna show you this, the threading on the bottom, look how long this threading is, just, Look, it's still going. Look at that threading, look at that switch. That switch is as tall as an RDA, but it's a little thing. It's a short, short little throw. Then we'll screw it back in. Yeah, still going. Yeah, okay, there we go. Now that's adjusted against the bottom of the batteries. It's just unbelievable. I kinda wanna take this off and show you how quick this ramp up is and how and how in, insane it is. That's crazy. Come on, that's crazy. That is crazy, I am loving this. I'm not gonna take this out of my house. If I go see a rock show, I'm going to see Fu Manchu in January, not gonna take this mod, not gonna leave the house with it, not really even gonna drive around with it. This is an at home only, sitting at my desk and maybe on the couch mod because it's so big. You can 
turn this into a regular single 18650 mod as well. You take off this bottom tube and you attach the switch to there, and then you have a single 18650 tube as well. This is a very expensive setup. I don't know how much it costs exactly, because there's very little information online, but I know for sure that the single 18650 tube is around $400 for the single 18650 tube, and that's with all this like, crazy crazy flash art engraving along the top of this brass and it says purge i'll post a link if i can find it down in the description in fact let me just look let's let's stop being lazy nick yeah 385 so the single 18652 tube. i found it on fat daddy's distro oh fast eddies <laughs> i thought it said fat daddies anyway just the uh purge mod hangerman Suicide Kings mod only 26 millimeter body tapers to 25 on the top, which it does. This is just the single one. So this is, we're just looking at just this top part for a single 18650 mech mod, uh, anywhere from 385 to 425. So I'm assuming that this giant stacked purge mod altogether is gonna be in like the $700 range, which look, I get it that it's cool and fun, but if I'm gonna spend that much money on a mod, it's gonna be on something I'm gonna use every single day. It's gonna be on something like nice and stabilized wood with like a DNA 200 in it. I doubt I would actually spend 700 freaking dollars on a stacked tube 18650 mod. Don't get me wrong, it's great and I love using it right now, but that price, purge mods, that is, that is, that is an expensive price. You know what I mean? It costs what it costs. There's no sense in complaining about it, but that is an expensive price. So I'm gonna spend some more time with this. I may never, it may never get that a full review. That may not ever get a super full like standalone review. It'll probably get into the Tuesday Bro Tuesday at some point, but I have a feeling, I have a feeling right now, somebody write this date down, that the Purge Mods uh, stacked 18650 mech tube is going to end up, the Hangerman is going to end up in a, uh, a review for a thing that never got a review. So now that my room is filled with vapor, we do have a couple more things to talk about. Picked up this guy from CKS as well, Cloud Kicker Society, and I have no idea what it's named. It is called the NTRS, featuring the VO chipset. So VO Tech is this is the company that did the Dagger mod, that really cool single 18650, you know, uh, variable wattage, 75 watt device. They do this. This is the CKS. NTRS. I'm going to track down a link to put in the description, but I kept this packaging around just because I wanted to show it to you because it's so cool. It can only slide out one way. It slides out the bottom, right? And then it's got this like magnetic enclosure and the mod was just kind of sitting in here like this without the tank. And it's got this like magnetic enclosure and then it you pop this out and then there's like an instruction thing that's like rolled up like a scroll like this is how you work this mod and it comes in this i don't know it, it's a nice box like it's it's magnetized there at the bottom and i don't know i just thought this was i thought that was really interesting packaging it's a lot like that obnoxious atomizer with the flip top on it remember that thing i need to draw eyes on here i have no choice we're doing it <laughs> okay that's supposed to be a nose does that look like a nose to anybody it kind of looks like a nose. Now, do I put the eyes on the front or the side? I feel like the side would kind of be cooler. No, no, I'll put them on the front. I'll put them on the front. <laughs> hey, everybody. 
Grim Green, GrimGreen.com, back here today. Purr, 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 purr. Oh, I'm an idiot. Oh, uh, well, now I have to keep this packaging around. So anyway, yeah, this is the NTRS from CKS Cloud Kicker Society, single 26650, 100 watt device. And I, I got separately out of that package a very matchy matchy sub ohm tank. Even the coil heads on the inside match this same like golden texture, golden texture here, golden texture on the drip tip. Really nice vape. Uh, I have some six milligram juice in here from Adore Liquid. This is the caramel apple crumble cookie crumble liquid crumble. Caramel apple crisp from Adore E Liquid. Six milligram in here. Uh, it's pin. This has been a rocking little vape today. This is pretty much all I've been using all day today. Really very nice vape, feels very nice in the hand. It's got a clicky up down button, clicky adjustment buttons, really easy to read display. I have this set to 62 watts. It's a 0.2 ohm, it's giving me 3.9 volts. I vaped through, I don't know, three tankfuls of this juice already and this coil head has been just delicious and a really nice performer. One of the reasons that I love sub ohm tanks is you get just such a nice, consistent, smooth vape. The airflow is generally really nice and it feels like a dense, warm, saturated vape. And this is really nice and I have no idea how much this is going to cost. So let's not be lazy again and we'll actually look it up because I can find nothing. Just put a website on the box, everybody, so that I know where this came from. Pre-order now, that's for the tank, Humo. They have that other CKS box that looks really cool. Okay, so I can tell you that the sub-ohm tank is 60 bucks, which seems pretty excessive for a sub-ohm tank, in my opinion. Don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the Cloud Kicker Society, I love those guys. This is an expensive tank. This is a $60 sub-ohm tank. Okay, I have no idea how much this cost, this mod is going to cost, but I'm assuming since the sub-ohm tank is about 60 bucks, that this is gonna be over the $100 mark. This could be into the $150 mark range. With that said, I don't know. I haven't spent really any time with this. I just loaded it up today, but it's been a really nice vape. It's got that fan sort of engraving that CKS uses all over it. And sometimes when I grab it, it feels so like interestingly textured that it almost feels wet with liquid. Have you ever experienced this where you grab a mod and it feels wet with liquid and you go like, what is happening? Oh, it's not wet. It's just, it's dry. It just feels like it's wet, which is really weird. But anyway, like with all my first impressions, I am gonna spend way more time with that before we, uh, before we get it to the Tuesday Bro Tuesday. I have to decide right now what I wanna do, and I think I'm going to do a first impressions of this Nebula mod before we get to that guy. We'll do that guy next week. I promise we'll do that guy next week. You don't know what I'm pointing at, but it's a thing. It's a guy that we're gonna do next week. Right now, we're gonna talk about this Nebula mod from Vaporesso because it is also a single 26650 80-watt TC device that is incredibly ergonomic. This has like a, a texture, a plastic texture back here, and you hold it in your hand, you see how it swoops up right there? It's designed to fit into your hand like this, and you press the fire button with your finger. It's a cool little sort of shiny gunmetal that I've always thought was really nice looking. Why is it set to five watts? What can we even put on here? Let's put the Mage GTA on here, just because. Mage GTA is 24 millimeters, has no problem at all fitting on here, and that actually looks quite cool. 
this is a new load. What do I have the Segeli set to? 53 watts. Let's turn this up to 53 watts. All right, 0.27 ohm at 53 watts. This should vape exactly like that Segeli mod. This is the Vaporesso Nebula mod. Yeah, it feels uh, it feels exactly the same. The juice tastes delicious in this Mage GTA. And this is, like I said, this is 24 millimeters and it fits on there no problem at all. No problem. In fact, you could probably fit a much bigger atomizer on here. It's a lot flatter than it looks. This swoop doesn't happen for like, I don't know, three or four more millimeters. But it does kind of come... Oh, barely right to the edge. You could fit maybe something 25 millimeter on here as well. Maybe 26 millimeter, if that's a thing. If any 26 millimeter, let's make 26 millimeters a thing. Why not? Millimeter, it doesn't even matter anymore. Everything's going on box mods anyway. You can make a 26 millimeter mod or atomizer. Why not? But anyway, I'm getting really off track. This is a 24 millimeter tank. Fits on there really nice. Interestingly enough, this Nebula plastic backing also has that it could be wet feeling to it. Like when I touch it right here with my finger, it's not, it's not wet. It's perfectly dry, but it feels like there's e-liquid on it. Like it's like a smooth matte plasticky texture on there. I really like this trigger style button. I like the display. I want to learn how to flip the display because I'm right-handed, so I hold my mod in my right hand, and when I tilt it back to look at it, it's upside down, so I kind of have to flip it like this. I want to figure out if there's a way to flip the display. Otherwise, clicky trigger button, you hold it, it's ergonomic and nice and small. Single 26650. It's giving me 53 watts, which is exactly, it's exactly what I want it to do right now. Why can you not buy directly from the Vaporesso site? Fuck, I hate that. I hate that. That is my number one pet peeve in the vaping industry. If I know that this is from Vaporesso and I go to the Vaporesso website, it gives me all sorts of information about their mod. I mean, literally every information about their mod and they even have reviews, but there is no shop or buy it here or anything. So now I have to go, okay, well, let me Google search again. Instead of going just to Vaporesso.com, which is what I should be able to do, now I have to search for Vaporesso, Vaporesso Nebula Mod. Okay, it looks like Vaping Best, which is a really super shady Chinese looking store. It looks like it has them in stock for 55 bucks. So there you go. After all that, the Nebula Mod is 55 bucks. Like I said from the Vaporesso website, Vapor Trail Channel and Suck My Mod both already have a review for this. It is just now getting to my first impressions because I don't know, because I just got this like a week ago and I wouldn't want to do a review for it after a week. The first thing I noticed was that there's some play in the door right here. Like I can do this constantly for days and hours on end. But it's nice. I mean, it is a really nice vape. It's a really nice little size. But this, this is a thing. This is a thing that happens. I can just hold it and separate this with my thumb. And I find myself doing that constantly. 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 So, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend some more time with this before it gets a full, 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 full review, standalone review, or enter the Tuesday Bro Tuesday review queue. But I think that's going to do it right now for first impressions. I think that's going to do it. I think we're all caught up. I have this guy to talk about next week. Got some other cool things. That guy is definitely going to get talked about that week. We have two mech mods next week. Two mech mod first impressions for next week. So, yeah. Let's wrap up this first impressions. Uh, like I said, I don't have a retro vaping segment prepared, and I really only have one 
one favorite comment of the week, so I apologize. But right now, before we end the vlog, before we get to the raffle, let's do a review for a thing that never got a review. Reviews for things that never got reviews. In fact, we might be using that mage tank again for this. So remember when remember when Ruby was here, Ruby Ru was here back in August, and we did the first impressions for this. Well, now it just never got a review for one reason or another. When I switched over to the Tuesday Bro Tuesday, a lot of things kind of got shifted around. Some priorities and products got shifted around. This is that V Park Quantum Single 18650 Tube Mod Regulated tube mod and i really liked it because you unscrew the bottom to put your battery in and then there's this little like flappy thing right here this like punching bag flappy thing that flaps down positive side goes in you close the flappy thing and you screw the bottom back on and it's all together and great i used the hell out of this i just used it into the ground the thing is it was designed to be used with this atomizer called the destroyer 2 and this destroyer 2 fits on here looks super great i mean that that looks that just looks cool come on that looks super cool but this destroyer 2 is unfortunately probably the worst atomizer that i've ever used it's incredibly difficult to build on i mean incredibly difficult to build on it's got one gigantic thumb screw in the top for the positive it's got three negatives and it's got kennedy style airflow the kennedy style airflow is really really super leaky the juice wells are really just overall this is a really poorly thought out rda going from the negative to the positive you have to pull your coils way out to even to even meet where your airflow is going to be the o-rings on the bottom are some of i mean that's dry that's dry and they just pop on and off like this the destroyer too terrible terrible atomizer but this v park quantum is great here let's actually throw that cks 60 dollars sub ohm tank on here this is a new coil 0.18 ohms what did i have the cks set at 62 watts so that's exactly what we're going to do we're going to set this to 62 watts 62 watts on the nose it's a tube regulated single 18650 device throw a sub ohm tank on there boom you're good to go you're good to leave the house you're good to throw this in your pocket and just vape it and i know it's going to give me the same exact power at 62 watts that that cks mod gave me amazing it vapes sorry it vapes amazing it's so fun and so easy to use it's just a tiny little tube you know what i mean single 18650 v park quantum the best thing is they're not really expensive the official v park site links to a website called joyflavor joyflavor.com they have these in stock right now for 35 bucks <laughs> what that's it 35 bucks you spend 35 bucks on this you spend $20 on like a nice but inexpensive sub ohm tank and you have a great vape single 18650 regulated 80 watt tube mod it looks cool it works cool I just I just really like it I just really like it but yeah the v park quantum very highly recommended it's a thumbs up 
I really like it. I really enjoy using it. The Destroyer 2 RDA that it is supposed to work with is just a big hunk of shit that I, I cannot stand. I cannot stand this atomizer. It is, it is just the worst. But this mod, this mod is super nice, super dope. It has held up the test of time. I've taken to this, 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 this what, what? I've taken this to the beach a couple times. It's left the house with me plenty of times. I even rocked it with a K-Fun 5 while I was out and about. I've rocked it with the K-Fun Mini V3. I've rocked it with multiple sub-ohm tanks. And if you have something that's higher resistance that requires a little bit lower of wattage, you're gonna get some nice power from this, as well as, depending on your 18650s, a pretty good little battery life. It's great. It's just great. It's just great all around. So yeah, let's wrap that segment up. That's a review for a thing that never got a review. It's the V-Part Quantum, and it's super great. As long as you avoid the Destroyer 2 RDA, you'll you'll be you'll be vaping up a storm in no time. And I don't know why I just said that. So fuck, let's wrap this vlog up. Let me show you my one favorite comment of the week. And this isn't even a comment that I personally found. This was sent to me by William? Was this William's favorite comment of the week that he sent me? Anyway, uh, this guy named Dirk Digla. Oh, I get it, funny reference. He wrote, ah, it's Tuesday, bro, Tuesday. Time to close my eyes and fap to your beautiful voice. <sighs> For those of you that uh, are unaware, the term fap means to pleasure one's self. It's, it's masturbation, that's what that is. This is a big masturbation joke. Time to close my eyes and fap to your beautiful voice. Well, Dirk Digla, I hope my, my beautiful voice is, is really helping you along, especially right now. Gross, that's gross, that's so gross. And I'm sorry, I only have one comment of the week. God, I was so unprepared for this. But we're gonna wrap up this vlog we're gonna do a free, we're gonna do a raffle. All right, so here's what we're gonna do for this raffle. You are going to be donating money to suing the federal government. That's right, we're gonna be donating again to the Right to Be Smoke Free Coalition lawsuit. You go to r2bsmokefree.org and you click on the big banner that says, click here to fight the regulations. What exactly does it say? Fight the FDA deeming regulations. Click here to support the Right to Be Smoke Free coalition. So yeah, we're going to donate money. Five bucks is the minimum. And you can donate five bucks up to four times. You can have four separate entries of five dollars. You can donate a hundred dollars if you want to, but that doesn't increase your chances. You can enter up to four times, donate five dollars each time. What happens when you donate is they are going to PayPal you. You know, you pay through PayPal. They're going to email you a receipt. You forward that receipt to contest at grimgreen.com contest at grimgreen.com. Forward me your receipt. That is your entry into the raffle. But before you guys start going crazy and donating all sorts of money to the right to be smoke free so we can fight the federal government to stand up for our, you know, our vaping rights, what are you going to win? So a very nice, very, very nice subscriber of mine whose name I am about to butcher into the ground, Abdulaziz. Abdulaziz has donated an Axis Vapes M17 DNA 200 device. Do you see how freaking beautiful 
this is. It's green and yellow, double die, stab wood, DNA 200, Axis Vapes M17. And yes, I tried it out to make sure that everything's all working nicely. Look at this. Would you look at this? Would you look at this? I'll even include it in the original plastic right here. This is number 638. I'll, I'll include the USB cable and I'll include the everything you need. I'll include all the Axis Vapes goodies. I, I'm not a huge fan of like shipping this gigantic wooden box that Axis Vapes sends all their mods in. But if you win and you want this box, just tell me and I will, I will ship you the entire box. But, so I don't know why I put that away. Axis Vapes M17, that's what you're gonna win. Additionally, I'm gonna throw in a brand new stainless steel recoil RDA. I'm gonna throw in a Twisted Messes RDA. I'm gonna throw in a Squid Dude RDA, as well as a whole bunch of juice. I'll throw in some stuff from the Grim Colt line. I'll throw in some stuff from the from the Grim Green Signature line. I'll throw in some stuff from, from all over the place. I've got a bunch of juice and it's gonna go to someone. I'm also gonna scour through here. I'll maybe throw in another, like another Chinese mod or two, maybe some RTAs. I know I have some Coil Art Mages in there. I have some Coil Art Azeroths in there as well. This is going to be a huge vaping package that alone, this mod is what, $400? Recoil RDA is $60. I mean, you figure the juice is about 25 bucks a pop. This is gonna be quite the valuable raffle. So, again, now that we've seen the prizes, Axis Fame 717 Recoil, Twisted Messes RDA, Squid Dude RDA, and maybe some other random miscellaneous Chinese products and tanks and mods, as well as a whole mess of juice. Now, now we can get excited. We go to r2bsmokefree.org. I will post a link down in the description and you can donate five bucks and you got four chances to enter. You can enter up to four times. If you enter five times, thank you so much. That doesn't increase your chances. I'm just, if I see five entries from someone, you get deleted, uh, your fifth entry gets deleted. And then what I do is I use random.org to find a random winner. I mail that person and I say, hey, here you go. You won the whole thing, give me your address. We'll try to keep it in the United States, but if someone outside of the United States wins, someone in the UK or Canada or Australia or I don't know, Hungary, if someone outside of the United States wins, absolutely, we can be accommodating and we can get your package. So today is December 8th. We are going to let this run until December, how about December 18th? How about that Sunday, December 18th? So we'll give it 10 solid days of entries. Unfortunately, that particular week, the week of Christmas, uh, I won't have a vlog that week. Um, I'm gonna be out of town at the beginning of that week and I just simply won't have time to shoot and edit and upload a vlog that week, but um, we'll we'll do it. We'll, I'll announce the winner in the whatever the very next vlog is after that. By that time, the person will have already won. They will have already gotten their stuff. But I want to publicly, you know, announce them and thank them for donating to the right to be smoke free lawsuit. Last time we did this, we raised like two thousand something dollars. I want to squash that into the ground. Three RDAs, and Axis Vapes M17 Stabilized Wood DNA 200 mod. This is like a 400, let's say 500, let's just make it an even $1,000 value. I want to crush 
crush the previous amount that we donated. So get on it. Donate money. Send me the receipts to contest at grimgreen.com and you will be entered. Remember, the cutoff is on the 18th. And uh, yeah, dude, I'm stoked. This is going to be great. This is going to be a great, great... Uh, a great, great little raffle that we got going on here. Not only is someone going to win some really dope vape shit, but you're also donating money. I mean, that alone is worth the price of admission to sue the federal government. You want to be a part of this? You want to be a part of this movement to sue the federal government? I am so on board with this. It's not even funny. But let's wrap this up. That's all I got. I got, I got a vlog this week. I got a very thrown together, unprepared vlog, but I think I feel like it went really well, you guys. I feel like it went really well. Let me look around the room and just make sure I didn't forget anything. Yeah, dude, I think we're good. So let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. And uh, don't forget that you can catch me here on Tuesdays for the Tuesday Bro Tuesday program. It's another little program that I do that's just a whole lot of fun. We do some viewer mails. We get to know Grim Green, and there's a whole bunch of vapey stuff stuff in there. We even answer some viewer mails, and it's just, uh, it's just an all-around really good time. You can join me here every Tuesday and then uh, we'll see you back here Thursday next week for the vlog. In fact, next week, next week, December 15th might be my last vlog of the year. I'm going to be gone so I won't have a vlog on the 22nd and then that weekend is Christmas and I'm certainly not going to shoot a vlog the day after Christmas. Uh, I'm going to be going to Palm Springs and so then that's the end of the year. So, that next week might be the last vlog of the year. Um, holy crap. Uh, I do plan on doing some sort of year-end wrap-up, like favorite things of 2016, but I mean, honestly, we can wait until January to do that. We don't have to do it, you know, in December of 2016. We're, we'll probably just wait until January and then uh, and then take a look back at 2016, the year in uh, vape. I'll do my top five favorite everything video again, but that's not going to be until January. Anyway, I'm just thinking out loud at this point, but thank you again so much for watching. Everybody who makes it to this point, to the end of the vlog, you are always my favorite people. I'm going to vape on this freaking purge mod. Anyway, that's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. And as always, damn right, let's keep on vaping.